morning, brothers and sisters. It's so good to be here with all of you. Um, you pro- some of you may be wondering where we are. <laughs> we are uh, right outside of Dallas. We have the privilege of being there with Chad. And so he brings his love and greetings. And, and so uh, small assembly there, but um, that's where the Lord has us right now. So, but it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Uh, let's look to the Lord. Our God and Father, we pray, Lord, that you would be glorified and the Lord Jesus would be magnified in uh, this little talk today. We ask these things in our precious Savior's name. Amen. 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 So, uh, many families now have the privilege of spending a little bit more time together because of winter break. And many families are using this time to reflect on the Lord Jesus, his coming and his birth. And so uh, I'd like us to also reflect on uh, the coming of the Lord. So if you'll turn to Matthew chapter 2. And we're going to look at the wise men and specifically why the wise men are called wise, all right? We're going to see five things that mark the wise men this morning. So Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, the Holy Spirit had it that our brother Kazi would uh, read one of the verses from that text. So Matthew chapter 2, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, Behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who, was be- who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed. And behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child would marry his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. There are several things that mark these wise men and make them wise. 
And the first one is that they followed the light they had. Right? So verses 1 and 2, it says that the wise men came all the way from the east to to Jerusalem. And they were following uh, that star. And so we see here that they didn't understand everything. They didn't know specifically where Jesus would be born. But what they knew, they followed. And they trusted God would lead them all the way. And do you know that's what wise people do? That's what wise boys and girls do. Wise young men and women do. Wise men and women do. You follow what the Lord has revealed to you. And he will show you every path. Right? So you may not understand everything. Like as a kid, you might not understand Oh, why is my parents telling me to do this? But you know it's of the Lord to obey your parents. So you obey your parents because you know that's what the Lord wants you to do, although you're not quite sure why they want you to do that thing. When you do that, you are being wise because wisdom follows what the Lord says to do. And so it is that these men were wise. You know, sometimes as adults, we too are unsure of why the Lord has asked us to do something or why the Lord wants us in a certain place or why the Lord has taken so long to to do something. But A wise Christian, a wise believer will still obey and trust the Lord. And so this is what these wise men were doing. They obeyed the truth. They followed the light they had and they trusted the Lord. That's the first thing. The second thing is they were not discouraged by distance and challenges. Verse 2 tells us that they came. It says, where, they asked, where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Do you know, sometimes as you're worshiping the Lord, as you're following the Lord, sometimes it can become a challenge. Sometimes it can seem like a lot of work. Like there's a distance that you have to go. And so it was with these wise men. They had to journey all the way from the east. They didn't have Teslas. They didn't have airplanes. They didn't have all the conveniences we have. They had camels. They had their feet. They had the determination to follow the Lord. And the reality is, following the Lord comes with challenges. But the wise man, the wise woman, the wise children of God will go through those challenges 
and press on and follow the Lord. Even when it's difficult. You know what the Lord has promised? That with the Lord, there is no trial that is too difficult. So we can press forward knowing he will give us the strength we need day by day, step by step. So following the Lord can be challenging while we serve him. It can seem long. It can seem boring. It can seem distant and far. But we press forward because you're going to see what happens in the end. So now we've gone through two things that wise people do. They obey the light that God has given them. And they don't get discouraged by distance or inconvenience. And I want to say one thing about inconvenience. Sometimes inconvenience and disruptions are actually from God. You know, Jesus was headed. He was headed to Jerusalem uh, when the woman with the issue of blood touched him. And he had to stop. And the disciples around him were a little upset. And he said, you know, some, someone has touched me. And the, the disciples said, listen, everybody's touching you. We, we got to keep going. But he stopped. And he paid her attention. And he healed her. And he made her an example of faith. But just like Jesus, while you're headed somewhere, there can be many disruptions. But take them from the Lord. Many disruptions, many delays, very often are from the Lord. And so we don't get discouraged. We are wise people. We continue to move forward with what the Lord has asked us to do. The third thing, and maybe the most important, is that wise people look for Jesus they seek the Lord you know that's what these wise men were doing they were looking for Jesus they traveled all the way from the east all the way to Jerusalem and then to Bethlehem to find Jesus wise men and women Boys and girls look for Jesus. And you know, in this text, there are three groups of people. You could say it's just like the world. There are those who oppose Jesus. And we see that with Herod. Herod had no intention to seek the Lord. He wanted to destroy the Lord. He didn't want anything that would threaten his power or his rule. And so he plotted to kill the Lord Jesus. There are many in this world today that are hostile and opposed to Jesus Christ. And they're opposed to him because his words threatened their lifestyle. His words convict them of sin. 
his words may mean a radical change in their life. It might mean they have to let go of a certain thing or a certain person or a certain thought, a certain behavior. Maybe sometimes their family or culture. And so they become hostile, opposed to the Lord Jesus. But then there's an even greater, bigger group of people. And those are the people who are ignoring the Lord. And so when these wise men come through into Jerusalem, the scripture says all of Jerusalem became alarmed. Everyone heard that the child, the promised one, may be here. And everyone in that city, all the way to the king, all the way to Herod, was alarmed. And then Herod brought all the chief priests and every religious person together and said, where is he? Where is he to be born? And they quoted Micah 5 and they said, they quoted the scriptures. They knew where he was to be born. They knew that this was truth. Did any of them go to seek the Lord? The Lord was five miles away from Jerusalem. And none of them went. Only the wise men. And so there is this large group that exists even in our world today. They have heard that God became a man, came into this world, stayed with us, and then died and shed his blood for us. And that if we believe in him, we are forgiven and adopted into the family of God. That their sins can be forgiven and they're on their way to heaven. And yet many ignore the Lord Jesus. You know, I heard a true story of a couple, a man and his wife, and the wife loved his, her husband so much. And he got sick and he needed a kidney. And she gladly in love gave her one of her kidneys to her husband. And you know, just several months after, he would divorce her and go to another woman. And so we're horrified at that. We shake our head. How could someone do that with such a great gift? And yet, dear friends, there's a greater gift that so many are ignoring. Jesus laid down his life and many are stepping right over his life, going on in the way they want to go on. And so there is the group that is opposed to the Lord. There is the group that ignores the Lord. And then praise God. There is a group who seeks the Lord. And so 
That is wisdom. Seeking the Lord Jesus. The scripture appeals. Seek him while you can. Seek him today. Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow is promised to no one. And so these wise men, they sought the Lord. And so that's the third thing. They went the distance. They pressed forward. They went through all the challenges and hardships. And they kept pressing forward, seeking the Lord. You know, young people are seeking a lot of things. The new word is clout. Yeah. They're seeking, you know, it's all about clout, right? And so there's this seeking for the approval of man, for the approval of their peers, for the likes and the, and the, and the popularity, and they're seeking it at all costs. Everyone is seeking something. But what the world has to offer will only leave you broken in the end. And so this wise group, they seek not what the world has to offer, but they seek the Lord. Now the fourth thing that marks a wise man or woman, boy or girl, is in verse 11. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Wise people worship the Lord. We spend time with the Lord. We know the value of this unspeakable gift that the Father has given. And so we take time to worship the Lord, to offer Him our gifts, our praise, our songs, our life of sacrifice. And that is what worship is. And so they are wise because they worshipped the Lord Jesus. And then, you know, they gave him gifts. And do you know, you, every person here, this little short temporary life, you're all on a temporary assignment This is your only time to offer the Lord your gifts. Because when eternity comes, that is it. So offer it to him today. Don't give him what's left. You know, young people say, I got to, you know, I got to live my best life right now. Right. But when I'm older, I'll get it together and I'll give him what is left. Right? No, you want to give him your best from now. Amen? And then lastly, so we have four things. 
They followed wise men and women, boys and girls. They follow the light they have. They don't become discouraged by the dis by the distance or the inconvenience or the challenges. They um, seek the Lord Jesus. They worship Him, and lastly, they obey God. Look at verse twelve. Then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. You know, Herod told them to do what? Come back. Come back to me so that I may go and worship the child too. Right? And although he had all that power, these wise men instead obeyed God and went another way. They didn't go back to Herod because we know what Herod's plan was to do. I don't know if they knew um, Herod's plan, but they obeyed God. And so wise men, wise women, wise boys and girls, we obey God. And you know, any person who truly encounters Jesus Christ, they're going to go another way. And that's what repentance is, right? That's what it means to really know the Lord. When you know the Lord, you look different, you live different, you think different. You're going another way. The world is going one way and the wise men and women, boys and girls, are going another way. You know, there is a special reward for those who seek the Lord. Believer, claim these verses. Hold on to these great promises of God. In the Psalm, Psalm 9, it says, All those who seek Him shall not be ashamed. In Hebrews, it says that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. These wise men, when they saw the Lord Jesus, it says there was exceedingly great joy. Brothers and sisters, that is the end for you. Exceedingly great joy. And every tear will be wiped away. But for those who don't seek the Lord, 30 seconds after he returns, they are going to have profound and everlasting shame. Seek the Lord while it is day. Let's, let's look to Him. Lord Jesus, we thank You so much. We worship and adore You. We thank You that um, You came into this world. And we thank You, Lord Jesus, You laid down Your life. And you shed your blood and you raised again from the dead and you are Lord.
Oh God, we ask that you would help us to be wise men and women, boys and girls, that we would seek the Lord and follow hard after him. We think of every person that's here, Lord. We pray that they would get a taste of the great joy, the exceeding joy that is theirs to come so that we won't be discouraged, O oh God. O oh God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for all that you continue to do for us and through us. We lift up this assembly to you, Lord, and pray that your hand would be upon it and that you would continue to guide and direct, never to take away the lampstand, but instead filling uh, the saints with your spirit as they follow you, Lord. We ask these things in your precious name. Amen.